0: It started with a city. A city above and a city below. One bleached by the sun, weathered and decayed. The other held wonders and artifacts of life before the fractured void. Your adventure is called forward with a simple call for aid. What path you choose will shape how the story is told. Will your path lead you into the mist and forest? Or have you delved into the ruined city of Byway, searching for ancient artifacts and cyphers? Will you grow close to those who live in the city or strive for power?
1: Hi everybody, my name is Sarah, I use she/her pronouns. I will be playing Clever Jack, our Clever Jack who also uses she/her pronouns.
0: Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Emma, and I'll be playing Chias and Fabra, our resident, extremely dumb nano. Uh, I use she, they pronouns. uses they he. Right,
2: so Greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Velvet, and I use Fair, fair pronouns. Today, I'll be playing uh, the Glaive, Ashlot, who uses they, them pronouns, and is the resident robot Amazon.
3: Hey, everybody. Um, it's me, Sir Hyperlot, or Sarah, depending on where you found me first. Um, I'm I use she, they pronouns, and tonight I'm playing Viridio Quill, the clever glint who entertains, and uses she, her pronouns. Uh, take taking on over to our lovely GM.
4: I'm Jen. I'll be the game master for tonight, and I'll be taking you through the world of Numenera, our homebrew campaign, Stars in the Stone. So, let's get into it. Quick recap for my friends out there in the world. Chapter 10, The First and Second Age. The sliding of sand against stone creates a soft hiss. Red contrasts against orange, the beeping and whirring of machines, and time moves forward. The party goes to a housewarming party and meets the family members of Hyacinth and Jack. Hyacinth's parents come from a high-class society home and are celebrating the matriarch's birthday. Here, the party finds a fold gate that seems to have been established within the garden. A scientist working on it happens to be Jack's brother, who has established Himself as a reptile science, this within the guild itself. As they kind of argue back and forth about going home and who left who, they notice in the sky black upside down pyramids starting to appear, causing chaos within this small gathering and cross the land. With some parting words, the party vanishes into the Fold Gate, only to find themselves in the great waste, the deserts to the south. Having to find shelter quickly due to an oncoming sandstorm, they find an old ranger station. Here a data cube is discovered and they rest. Pressing onwards after the storm passes, they go into the desert bolt where they find a series of doors and one labeled Emily. And as you, my dear party, have found yourselves surrounded by these doors and one of them labeled Emily, you take note of the warmth around you, the sliding of sand against stone and a series of doors calling you forward, beckoning you to solve a riddle yet to be resolved. One that seems to be stretching back eons. What do you do? Should we, uh, should,
1: um, should we knock first?
0: Really, we've come this far, and you see this situation, and the first thing you think is just visiting manners.
1: Yeah. Honestly, yeah, with, with all we've been through, like, I I, don't, I mean, like, what if there's, like, robot Emily on the other side of the store?
0: Then I want to go in there even more. Don't tell me you don't.
1: No, I mean, I do, but, like, what if this is, like, home? You know what? No, fuck it. Let's just go in.
0: I'll break down the door.
3: Hell yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How about opening it?
3: Starting off strong.
2: That is opening it.
3: <laughs> opening with purpose.
2: You know, it's just uh, the. Uh, Whatever the opening door equivalent of aggressive negotiations is.
4: Oh boy. Okay. Uh, What did you roll?
2: Uh, There's a 15 for folks at home.
4: 15 in your strength. (laughs) As you kind of charge at this door, it's a door you've conquered many doors throughout this adventure. (laughs) You are a master at this until you realize you're not and you kind of bounce
0: off this door. Huh. Okay, that isn't normally how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I am. Uh, the rules of engagement have changed.
1: Do there appear to be any control panels or, um, like a like a physical lock of any kind?
4: You can do a search, investigation, or a general look with your intelligence roll as part of your stats.
3: <laughs> That's a two.
0: <laughs> I would also like to do that. <laughs>
3: By all means, Jack. You you kind of look around, and
4: the door is kind of a uh, smooth door. There's no obvious sign of a lock. Of course not. You. Why would you see anything? And there's nothing there. You know, nothing's there. Smooth door is smooth.
0: Roll the three, but I do get two extra steps on that. So that's what a nine. As okay. They just kind of come over and push Jack. And they're just. just... Let let me look at it.
3: Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, no, no shoving hands McGee there. Come on now.
4: You kind of examine the door and it is indeed a very smooth and flush door against all sides. Uh, You kind of let your eyes wander off to the left and notice there is a little, what looks to be a um, impression you could probably insert something into.
0: What kind? Is it the shape of anything we've seen, or...?
4: It has a familiar geometric shape of a round shape,
0: probably a spear or a circle. Okay, so I'm guessing... Put something put something in there, door opens. Anybody seen any round keys around here? How
2: round a key? Like, just a spherical object? It could be a That's
3: spherical object.
2: Because we have some special rocks
3: yeah the 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 stones that we uh we've been carrying around i
2: mean i i think we have the stones to give it a go
3: there one in particular taking kind of a walk around to like because there are more than one there's more than one door here right yeah the map should show to you guys yeah yeah um yeah looking at the other doors did they also have like similar like impressions around
4: I would say Viridia, because you know what you're looking for. You don't need a roll for this, but yeah, they seem to have similar indents
3: on each of these
4: pillars that support these doors.
3: Hell no, I'm not entirely sure which uh, which star to put in which impression, but I think I think that's what they're going for. Do any of the other na- doors have
1: names? Do any other names have doors? <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Gotta think like Jen these don't it's a disaster <laughs> up in there <laughs> none of the other doors have a name on it however as you get near to them um, some of the stars that you have in your possession hum at certain areas in response to these doors why is my pocket vibrating?
0: I have so many possible answers to that question
1: it's it's the it's the stone it's what do you think it was? Did you think it was a walkie-talkie? Why would I bring a walkie-talkie with me?
0: I've met you. It could have been almost anything. You could have a kitten in your pocket for all I know.
1: I mean, I don't think my pockets are big enough for a kitten. We could try. Oh, we should find a kitten. Can we get a kitten? I want an orange one.
0: Yeah, I'll just go to one of the pet shops in this desert. I mean, you
1: never know. We might find a pet shop out here. Where our luck is. If we do,
0: I will buy you a kitten. (laughs) (gasps)
1: Thank you! I'll name it after you, too. It's
0: a good name. Okay, so your stars are vibrating next to one of these doors. So are these. I think this is just showing us where we need to go. Five doors, five stars, and then big one in the middle. Sounds like we're going to have to have the sixth one.
1: Which would be rage, right? It would. Well, good chance they're around here somewhere. You are missing anxiety. anxiety? No, I mean, not, not with me at the table, <laughs> <Yeah>. we're not. <laughs> anxiety. <laughs> uh, boom, boom Okay. Uh Okay. All right, uh, Jack will go to the, uh, Jack will give up her star first and pop it in.
4: What is your star? I
1: don't know. <laughs> what was the, yeah, uh, did... we'll say it's the last one we got. What was the last one we got? Last one but... you got was satisfaction. All right, if y'all are cool with that, we'll just go in reverse order.
3: Yeah, it's like Works how how did we redistribute them after uh, they all were uh, um and uh, in custody for a little bit? I think they got divided between Jack and Hyacinth.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. So
1: I guess go reverse order.
4: Okay. Plump the men in, in the order in reverse. And as you do so, you notice that until you get to the last one, they all glow yellow as if to bar your location or to bar your entry. And when you finally get to the last one, it green. The rest of them remain yellow. Huh. So I guess we open this one first? Sure.
0: I mean, doesn't say we have to, and perhaps we'll just walk over and try one of the ones where the star's still yellow.
4: You go over and push against the door. doesn't budge.
0: Okay, green one it is. Does mean go.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one is the door of
1: hope. Seems fitting. I'm hoping for a lot of things right now.
0: Go to any to kick off.
4: Mm-hmm. You push the door open, and then it's a lot quieter than a door of this ancient age should be. And kind of swings slowly open revealing a long hallway down into a corridor smaller kind of narrows in on itself well don't like that you walk the stone turns from a soft red to a deep gray and the walls become metal stone and metal old concrete something your world hasn't used for quite a few millennia Jack is
1: just hiding behind Ashlot.
0: Yeah, I'm. T- I'm taking point just in case anything mm-hmm. shifty happens. Yeah, I'm. I'm walking next to Ashlot, just providing light, but also mostly just looking around at stuff. Because, much as they might protest, this is still really cool.
1: It is. I just, you don't know, I just don't want to get hit by a trap. You know, I'm not made of metal.
2: It would hurt. Jack, if you were made of metal, what metal would you be made out of?
1: Oh gosh,
3: what's a really, really cheap metal? I'd be that.
2: Tin, I guess. Aluminum. Aluminum.
3: <laughs> or tin, yes, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, it would be
1: that. Look, you all have seen my bionic leg. I can't afford
3: upgrades. Like, fair enough. I don't think I'd opt for too much more either. Maybe copper,
2: but. It's a good conductor.
3: That's true. <laughs> we all look to
1: Hyacinth.
2: <laughs> everybody looking at Hyacinth expectantly.
1: Have we determined what,
4: um, Ashlet's made out of? Ashlot is made of an alloy you will never recognize
2: mm. Oh, so cool The coolest kids get this alloy
1: Just get cooler and cooler <laughs>
2: <laughs> It's an obtanium.
1: <laughs> Thanks, I hate it
2: <laughs> I
0: got you
1: uh, Alright, well, anyone... anyone see anything that looks like a trap?
0: Yeah, I am keeping an eye out for traps as I go along, yeah. there's any rolls you'd like me to make for that.
4: You can roll Numenera.
0: Well, that's a slightly worrying answer to that question, <laughs> uh, cool. <laughs> you know what, that can have an effort point, because we should really not walk into anything. So, 15 mod 2 steps, so 21.
4: Nice. As you're still in the initial hallway, you don't see anything. Except at the end of the corridor, you see a rose bush, butterflies, and a flourishing ecosystem that shouldn't survive in a desert space.
0: Yeah, no, I think we're good. And there's butterflies. Ha! Huh.
3: Real quick, um, yeah. What what color was the butterfly in the uh, the the Um, uh, That um, was blue. Uh, it's blue. That facility is just like ingrained in the back of his <laughs> brain at this point. So, as soon as she sees that, I'm like, I I don't know about that, y'all. Do Do you think that they've been here? And who's to say? I mean, I'm more just a little worried about the butterflies themselves. No, we were uh, we were told to stay away from it. So it might just be a natural part of the butterflies themselves. That's true. That's true.
1: Uh, well, I mean, I could throw a rock at one, see what happens. Like a pebble or a small coin.
0: I mean, near them. I don't think you need to throw a rock at them. He managed to just like hit a butterfly and then the rest of them are pissed at us.
1: That's that's true. Uh, uh, Jack's going to um, pick up a. Can I find like a pebble on the floor and just like chuck it towards the butterflies? Easily enough. Okay.
4: Yeah, you chuck them at the butterfly, and they kind of flit away. They, they're butterflies, so they'll scatter when motion is directed at them. They're about the size of an atlas moth, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Hefty boys. They're hefty boys. They just like to hang out. But they don't seem to react beyond scattering. Alright, well, I. Uh, I mean,
1: they're not attacking, so maybe we just go past them and just try not to touch them i never thought in my wildest dreams that i would be conditioned to be scared of butterflies but you know what here we are uh yeah yeah Uh, jack is gonna inch forward around the corner
4: the strange shape of this room kind of almost forces you up into this many ecosystem there is a small pond the roses smell like damascus roses so very rich and flowering smell that kind of lingers and perfumes the air uh the stones are smooth and well cobbled this place is nice for how old it is you have a corridor to your left and a corridor to your right
1: all right uh left or right flip a coin Who's got a coin? I'm out of cash.
0: Yeah. Aspen just pull some close something in that pocket.
1: Heads left.
0: That is right then.
1: Wait, wait. It was tails, so we're going right, or it was I called it right and it was heads and we're going left.
0: You were wrong, it was right.
1: Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Jack starts walking to the right.
4: <laughs> you travel down this corridor, Jack. It kind of bends and leads into what looks to be a double door.
1: Hey, Ashla, we got more doors.
2: Jen, I would like to redeem myself.
4: (laughs) (laughs) As you go to open this door, I will ask you just to make a general intelligence check.
2: Or that is a 14 for people at home.
4: You realize it's probably like the doors in the middle of the vault and will require a key and... Your, uh, thumping of the store is tempered momentarily.
2: Uh, this is another witch door. Doesn't subscribe to <laughs> honorable engagement?
4: Well, that's just rude.
2: Right? Who built this place? Uh, Monsters. Obviously. <laughs> just... So what you're saying is right was wrong after all. I'm saying this happens to be a door that is a wall.
3: Uh-huh. I think all of them are gonna be wrong here. I mean, the first one was right once we knew the code
1: with the star thingy. I'm trying to put a cheery spin on it, and I feel like I'm not going to accomplish that. So I'm just going to walk the other way.
4: (laughs) Uh. Walk the other way. The butterflies ignore you. You're not very interested to butterflies. You don't smell like anything they would want.
1: Rude. I am I am incredibly interesting. I am like an encyclopedia of mediocre ideas.
4: As you travel down the left corridor, it does narrow, forcing you all to go single file through this kind of junction point where it kind of bends like an elbow before it widens back up into a squarish room. And as you approach this room, you'll notice there are two electrical bulbs on either side, what looks to be a copper plate in the middle, and on the far side looks to be a rod large enough to span across the room. The closest to you on the walls to the left and right seem to be two boxes.
1: Uh, on my left, I would like to look into the box.
4: Do an investigation, search, or intelligence check that is within your skill set. 13. You look and you notice that there is a singular rubber boot.
1: I found footwear for one foot.
0: How is it that wherever we end up, your random shit wardrobe seems to just be advancing a pace?
1: I mean, I wouldn't exactly call this the height of fashion, and Jack pulls out the rubber boot.
0: <laughs> Nor did I. That's why I cunningly used the phrase random shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, you know, sometimes random shit's useful. What's in the other one?
4: What's over there? You look and there's a singular rubber glove.
0: Okay, so got the matching upper part here, I guess? Or all, 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 all the fashion accessories for somebody who only has a right side.
1: Jen, do I think my mechanical leg will conduct electricity? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah.
0: Ah, oh, what a terrible question to have to ask. <laughs> Could I?
4: Yeah. Ashlot, you definitely conduct electricity. Your leg would definitely conduct electricity, Jack. And as the two orbs kind of spark in resonance and this realization, you realize it's not going to be an easy thing to solve.
1: Okay, so the bar on the other side of the room, it looks like it spans the length of the room? Yes. Okay. So that's obviously a conductor of some sort. And the table in the center was copper, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. It's kind of flush against
4: the floor so you can stand on top of it.
1: If you're standing on top of that, can you reach out to the far wall and grab the copper rod to pull it closer?
4: No. Okay.
1: Um, Just out of reach. Okay. Okay. What if... All right, this is probably a bad idea, but I suggest we try it. What if I balance on one leg and I use my whip to pull the bar closer to
0: me? Huh? Huh? I mean, it sounds like whether it works or not, it'll be really funny, so...
1: I mean, the whip is leather, so until I actually touch the bar, it's not touching anything conductive.
0: I mean, if we could just go... Uh, that There's nothing... We haven't seen what'll happen if somebody just tries to go over and take it. I was going to say like I can probably tank that.
1: You do you really want to try? Do we have enough We don't have anything to heal How do we heal you?
2: I don't know. It's
0: never really come up.
1: <laughs> you're right.
2: So what
0: you're saying is it will be a learning experience in a whole bunch of fronts. Yeah. Look,
1: oh, I am good boy. with machines. But whatever you're made out of, that is way out of my wheelhouse. So, I just want you to know that you might end up broken. <laughs> and it's... So, there was a story one time, and a lot of it took place in sand. And there were these two robots. One looked like a trash can. One looked kind of humanoid. And at one point or another, the humanoid one just kind of lost its limbs and had to be carried around, like, backpack style. But the trash can one, the trash can robot was always fine Uh, It just screamed a lot Uh, And the other one was a little bit snooty But anyways, uh, so just in case Are you okay being carried around backpack style In (laughs) case this explodes you? I would Okay Alright
4: Then Good luck
2: Yeah, I think I'll I'll just try to uh, zoom over and grab it
4: Okay. Yeah. you take 9 points of electrical damage, amplified by 10.
2: Okay, so that's 19 oh. total? hmm Okay. Well.
4: Does the electricity appear to come
1: from the rod itself, or is it jumping from the nodes to the rod?
4: It's jumping from the nodes into Ashalat as Acheelot is the conductor at the moment. And the longer that Ashalat is standing there, the more damage they will take.
2: So just a, a, a quick dash and grab.
4: <laughs> you take 90 more points of damage
2: Okay, remind me how damage works here
4: It's into your intelligence first And then into your speed And then into your strength
2: Oh, okay, cool
4: However You also lose the ability to Move If you lose all your speed
2: I still have one speed
4: <laughs> Alright Get out of there <laughs> <laughs> Go <laughs> You should be in the damaged or... Mm-hmm. Let me get the right terminology up. You should probably be in the debilitated area at this point. Meaning you will need multiple rests to recover your health. Okay.
3: But you have the rod. No, you're not in the best of shape. Okay, so what exactly uh, are we wanting to do with this rod? I think we have to connect the two nodes. With the rod,
2: I probably
0: shouldn't go back in there.
1: No, you definitely. Please yeah. do
0: I mean, full credit. If it was me, I probably would have, you know, not kept going. But you do you, I guess. <laughs>
4: you have the rubber boot and glove. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you,
3: yeah, you do. <laughs> you have that now.
1: We'll volunteer to go next. Okay, so we have the rod on our side of the room. Do there appear to be any grooves between these two nodes where I need to obviously set this rod?
4: Make me an Intelligence Investigation Numenera check or Machine check within your skill set. Eleven. Can you kind of look closer and notice that there are grooves where this rod could sit on top of these nodes, probably to hold it, to make a connecting joint between the two.
1: Okay. 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 I got this. I got this. Jack's going to leave the rod on the ground for a moment. How big is the node? Like just the the single node?
4: The single node, I would say roughly the size of a volleyball. Jack is going
1: to put on the glove and take the boot and balance it on top of the node. Mm -hmm. Putting the copper rod on the other side of the boot. And then, lever style, she's going to go to the other side of the room using her gloved hand and set the rod in the other node's groove. And then go back to the other side and
3: push the boot out of the way real quick. (laughs) Make me a speed test. (laughs) Okay. Oh lord.
2: Do it, I believe. In the heart of the cards.
1: I would like to put some effort Towards his role.
3: <laughs> <laughs> about to okay. If there was would use all effort. Right.
1: Uh, okay. It's been it's been um one week since you looked at me. packed your hand to the side. Said I'm angry. Uh, brings that pull down to nine.
3: No. How? After all, of... how? world twenty. How was that a negative?
1: <laughs> how was effort a negative one? Wait, what?
3: Why? I am screen- I am screenshotting this. I am wow. mad. This is going to be a tweet. No. This the is going to be a tweet later. Us. Okay.
4: Um. Hmm. How do I roll this intrusion? I don't know. <laughs> don't forget, you get XP for this because it's me intruding upon. Yeah. yeah. You get
0: XP, but you may also be dead. So. <laughs>
3: I'm building some character. I'm getting electrocuted, man. Jack, this was exceptionally.
2: Would you call this a, a shocking character?
3: <laughs> I hate you all.
4: <laughs> <laughs> this was rather clever of you, Jack. You just weren't quick enough. You didn't pull your hand away quick enough, and the electrical arc pulls away from the node and sparks into you, and you take nine points of electrical damage. Amplified by 10 as you do have a metal leg. So 19 points of damage. I have one left in my speed pool. <laughs>
3: Did, you get Did the rod at least like get set where it needed to?
4: No. As part of this intrusion, the rod falls to the ground. Half of it's connected to the other node and therefore it is electrified. And the rubber gloves sitting on Jack's hand, but the boots on the other side of the note now.
0: Oh. Okay. Well this has gone well. <sighs> Fine, oh. my turn, I guess. <laughs> glove. Oh,
3: alright.
0: Yeah, and I just put the glove on, walk over and very gingerly grab the rod.
4: Right. As you were wearing the glyph, you will not suffer the effects of an electrified rod. However, your feet aren't grounded. As the boot's on the other side of this node at the moment, and you'll take nine points of electrical damage.
0: Ow. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're going to keep hold and just as quick as they can slam it onto the other node.
4: Slam it down, and these points connect, and you see an arcing spark kind of filter through this rod and pull itself down into the copper plate connecting to the center point. And you hear in the distance a door sliding open against stone.
0: I really hope whatever that did was worth it. Ashalot
1: and Jack, I imagine, are just sitting on the floor next to each other
4: <laughs> in a lot of pain. <laughs> Crocodile is unaffected by all of this. Of course they are. They're an anomaly. They don't really count
2: to
4: the electrical factor.
2: They'll mistake his vacuousness for, like, not knowing, because he knows.
1: <laughs> Everything hurts. You think the butterflies will attack us now? I don't…
0: That would be per course.
1: I don't think I can handle
0: that. I think, before we go and check out whatever that did, hopefully it opens the door, I'm just gonna sit down for a second, and yeah, I would like to take a rest.
4: <laughs> okay, how long would you like to rest? You have an hour mark, five hours, and I think it goes all the way up to ten.
0: Uh, on these sheets, it's ten minutes, one hour, ten hours.
4: Uh, how long would you like to rest then? Ten what minutes.
1: Gives an hour, us, and so. What's the benefit difference between the three?
4: Ten hours will recover one of your stat pulls. Ten minutes only recovers five points into it. So you will need longer rest to recover all the way up. Numenera
3: takes health pretty <laughs> seriously. I mean an hour. All right. Yeah. Um, if, uh, yeah, we're sitting down taking a rest in this hallway. Um, I think uh, is just kind of got to look across the group to um, say, you know, all things considered, I, I think the current uh, definitely uh, helped y'all's hair a lot. Um, and I'm going to use my skill, or uh, my enabler, at Levity, to add a plus one to recovery rolls.
0: Hey.
3: The stink eye that you get from Jack
0: <laughs>
4: Ignore my yeah. note That was for me, not
2: you guys uh, For recovery, do I just roll the rest button?
4: Uh, roll the rest and click into one hour Because once you use a certain number in your rest Like if you use ten minutes, you have to use the next point So once you use your one hour, you have to use the ten hour we're right. still impaired. <laughs> yeah, you—you you guys took you took that damage. You'll need a couple more recoveries to get back where you are, because unlike D and D, there's multiple rests involved in Numenera.
2: I stand by my decision. <laughs>
4: Same. Same.
2: <laughs>
4: well, you solved the electrical puzzle. A door has opened in the far, far right of this corridor and you are resting. Is there anything during your hour's rest you would like to discuss, figure out, contemplate?
1: I think Jack just spends the rest staring into Krakadog's eyes.
0: So, while part of hope involved getting electrocuted, I just... I feel like whoever built this place could have done a lot more with the theme. I mean, what do you expect the people that make door walls? Yeah. It's disgraceful. Also, unrelated question, but why did we decide to do this before getting changed? This, this dress is not… If I had to make a list of all the clothes I wanted to get electrocuted in, this would not be at the top.
1: I mean, if you got something to change into, feel free.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll get on that right after the kit.
1: Oh, I forgot about the kitten.
0: Damn! Why did I mention the kitten? (laughs)
4: It's gonna be an orange one with little white feet. Butterflies are still not interested in any of you. You
2: know know that that personally.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The roses smell nice, though. Really is kind of curious that uh, just a bunch of roses are growing in the middle of the desert.
0: Yeah, I think we should have some of these at home. No, I know what they're doing here. And, frankly, because they're talking about them, the husband's just going to go and pick a rose and see if anything happens.
4: You pick a rose, um, are you doing so carefully? Yeah. Right. You avoid the thorns that roses naturally have, and you pull one up, and there's a beautiful flowering smell coming from it. It is a Damascus rose, deep, beautiful red color. Very rich in the smell. And
3: it's a rose.
0: Yeah. Expected that to be some kind of
3: rose monster?
0: Yeah, at this point, really dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no that's that's a flower. It's a nice flower, but it's a flower.
1: Maybe you have to prick your finger on it and then you just fall into like an eternal slumber. And you get tossed into a castle guarded by a dragon witch lady. Until your, I don't know, one true love comes and smooches you and wakes you up. I read a book like that once. It was weird.
0: I mean, that does all sort of sound fun, but I think we're on a time limit. So yeah, yeah.
2: That situation, I'd be the dragon. What's that? In that situation, I'd be the dragon.
0: Yeah, that right.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. All right.
0: Well. Should we? Hmm? hmm. Should we go and see what this door that we all got? absolutely wrecked for is about. Yeah.
1: Probably not a bad idea. Oh, everything hurts. Okay.
0: Is your leg meant to be smoking like that?
1: I... No. I'm sure it's fine. (sighs) As long as it doesn't make the clicking and the
4: whirring, then I think it's okay. Heading back down to the right side, the door is indeed open, sliding into the wall and flush against the pillar now. And inside you find yourselves a office of sorts. Scientific in nature. Uh, Looks like machines. Uh, What looks to be objects of numeric nature would be the best description here. Uh, You also see what looks to be folded up pieces of paper kind of sitting on top of a... Uh, table and they are kind of neatly displayed off to one side and as you kind of look around you also see what looks to be um pictures kind of almost poster like pictures without frames kind of neatly hung against wall no dust collected no age worn yellowed or anything of the like if anything they're pristine Reserved in a language you guys no longer speak. In fact, you haven't spoken this language. Your people as a whole haven't spoken this language for 9,000 years. Can I
1: peel them off the wall, roll them up, and take them with me?
4: Yeah, easily enough done.
1: What? I need some artwork for my apartment. It's kind of bare
0: bones. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah powder go and stop rifling through the papers.
4: Make me a general intelligence search. What have you within your skill set?
0: Oh, uh, that's an eight.
4: Great. As your hand kind of shuffles through this, you kind of knock one of the heavier pieces of paper off, and it falls off the ground. It kind of does the thing when paper hits at a certain angle and opens, and it kind of opens in a manner that seems like it's well used being folded this way. And it's different from the rest. And there's a secondary one kind of tucked within it.
0: Okay, looks interesting. I'll pick that up and see what it's about.
4: Do so. And I need you. If you would allow Python, a GM intrusion, you would get XP for this. If not,
0: that's fine too. Yeah, sure. I do things with XP.
4: Make me an intelligence saving throw.
0: I suddenly regret my cavalier acceptance. You're 18.
4: Your mind resists for a moment what it's looking at because what you're looking at should be impossible. And you see this as you unfold a map, the lush green world full of land masses you've never seen in any of your studies. You recognize the two land masses where you live and the one across the sea but the rest, they shouldn't be there.
0: Ah, this is God I mean, I shouldn't be surprised everything else here is, but this is incredibly old, this is I don't know, I guess the world used to look like this or somebody just got artistic with the map, but yeah.
3: It's awfully detailed just
0: to
3: make up. Yeah,
0: never knew there was an island there
4: you have a second paper, kind of trying to slide its way out of the first map. Yeah. <laughs> that one looks like a face with
1: a mustache or a, a frog. Jack points to a cluster of islands. <laughs> I'm
0: while well, she's distracted by that, yeah, I'll grab the <laughs> other bit of
4: paper. <laughs> Alright, you open it. Want to open it.
0: Hmm? Yeah.
4: Alright, you All right. open it. And your mind's still resisting the initial shock of the first map and you find there's a second map. Same cluster of islands, only this time few of them are missing and some of them seem
0: destroyed. Ah, oh, this is God if this this is just how I think how if these are results I think now, this is just how the you can see how the world's changed. And like cataclysmically as well that that island looks like something's taken a bite out of it. and... Frankly, I kind of don't want to know what did
3: Well that's unsettling. Summer so just gone completely. Yeah. What does that? I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I mean, what if some of some parts of the island just you know, sunk underwater or were flooded?
0: That's like that's what I would have assumed, but look at the other islands are totally unchanged if it was some if it was just like Hmm. The sea, you'd think it was, you'd think that, uh, would do everything more or less equally, but, well, this is all kind of worrying. And then, yeah, they'll fold the out up and put them back in their bag.
1: For those listening along at home, the maps have been provided for you under the heading Numenera Stars in the Stone Episode 10 in our chat with the cast section on Discord.
4: It's a computer screen, a book of shells, shell of books, excuse me, more papers, old machinery and a poster that
3: wasn't there before. Wait, what? (laughs) Huh? Let's look at the poster. What's going on? Look at the poster.
4: It's in a language that hasn't been spoken for 9,000 years. Wait a second! Do they look the same? They're the same poster.
0: There you go! Yeah. Now you can get infinite posters! How's <laughs> that? Paper your entire house with these, just, they they seem to keep coming. It's really the miracle we were all looking for.
1: As I look at both posters, are there any differences between the two posters? Yeah, <sighs> I was afraid you'd ask me to roll something. <laughs> it's a six!
4: You the posters, and in the center of the one on the wall, There's a figure with their back facing you. And in the one in your hand, there is no figure.
1: Wait a second. Someone walked into that one. They're not in mine. I want the complete set. (laughs) She'll
4: take the the other (laughs) one off the wall, too. Take it off the wall, and you have a poster with a figure in the middle with their back facing you.
0: Is there a poster on the wall now?
3: The blank wall. Maybe we have to look away. Yeah. Yeah, performance anxiety. Alright, everybody turn around.
0: (laughs) I get that.
4: (laughs) You turn around and there's a poster facing the wall in the direction you just turned to.
1: That wasn't there before,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's worse.
1: Jack's gonna turn around real quick and look at the other wall. The blank wall. How is this poster different from the other two that I currently have?
4: Figures <laughs> closer. They're back still to you. Oh,
3: I don't know if I like that.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I'm nice. going to vote for leave the poster for now, check everything else around here, and then if we still want to find out whoever the hell that is in the poster, we can keep redecorating.
3: But I want it! can be out. Just, just a little bit.
0: Delay gratification, Jack. It's a thing. Uh,
3: yeah, and it sucks, but fine.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong.
1: Jack will leave the poster and follow the others.
4: All right. You have a console, a shelf full of books, some papers, and old machinery. Is there anything that
1: could read a data cube in here?
4: Mm. You look and nothing seems to accommodate that. Can I
1: roll anything to see if I can figure out what this machinery is?
4: All means you can roll either Numenera or Machine Affinity.
1: 19.
4: This machinery hasn't been seen for nearly 9,000 years. This is first age and second age technology, things you read about in books. Things that are no longer functional in your age. Things that don't work necessarily, but here they are, humming away. Working. Any of it small enough to fit in my
1: bag? Not really. Shoot. Are there pieces off of anything small enough that I could disassemble them and put them in a bag?
4: This? Whatever it is, is well-maintained, well-kept, and everything seems to be rather loved and cared for okay
1: do i see any parts that would look useful to the items that Tamson had in their home that they've collected
4: nothing you see you know Tamson usually collects around the sixth and seventh age it's they're more of a antiques rather than a century collector i was really hoping for a cool souvenir
0: and what the two haunted posters don't count for that
1: no those are for me all of them yeah i've got at least four walls three i have at least three walls has the poster on the wall changed at all posters still as it was jack's gonna take it down roll it up with the others (laughs) what
3: I, d- I, d- I, I have three look
2: walls, in. I, just I need
3: <laughs> I the set! I have three walls! I respect you. Ten minutes!
2: See, no, no, no. Gets,
3: it. gets it. Ashlock gets it. I'm gonna take a look at the bookshelf to see what was going on over there.
4: There's a poster on the side of the bookshelf that there wasn't there before. The figure's back still to you, closer than it was before. Books are still there.
3: Yeah, let's take a look at the books. I <laughs> The poster's scaring me. <laughs>
1: oh hey, a new poster! And...
3: <laughs> Jack goes to reach for it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what, kind of, what kinds of books am I seeing?
4: You are seeing books written in a language that has not been spoken in 9,000 years. Bar
3: one. What's the title of the uh, one that I, or that is the more modern language.
4: This seems to be research into the ages first and second.
3: All right, this might help a little bit. Uh I'll take out that book and open it.
4: Open it, and the pages are modern. By any means, they're modern. The texture is of the same paper texture you would be familiar in your age. The typeface is something that is commonly used across many books you would read. There is no date, no author, but it is of your age. And there's a written paragraph kind of tucked up in the label side of this book where the publisher would be. And it simply says, the world was torn in two, and Krynik was born of, for the survival of the peoples. The Maiden reached across the sky and offered safety and ability to those to survive. When the course of the first age came to an end, reality changed to better suit the new age. The second age came about, and once again, the Star-Touch Maiden sheltered those who lived in Krynik. The people survived and cities were built, ideas and AIs grew and flourished. Alas, after a thousand years, as with the First Age, the Second Age came to an end and the cycle continued." And you get the sense this is a translation.
3: World split in two, huh? I wonder if that might be some type of reference to two main islands we're seeing on this map and, you know, we know people live there and have lived there. Mm -hmm. these other islands that we don't know about and never seen and are now gone maybe they weren't sheltered the same way what was the star-touched maiden sheltering them from like
1: what does does that mean the things were ripped into the, the reality bendy wibbly wobbly stuff that we experienced in the cave or something worse
0: or is this just it says reality was changed so that could Include basically anything. Don't like that. No. I'm going back to rifling through the papers, see if there's anything other than very old maps.
4: Um, Investigation, perception, whatever is under your skill set. Yeah. That would fit that.
0: Uh, <laughs> and that's a now one. How? How again? <laughs> Did, how? It's not our day. <laughs> okay.
4: Jack took the poster, and as you rifle through these papers, a hand reaches up through a poster that's on the table and pulls you through it, Hyacin.
0: What? No, 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 no.
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> Hyacin is gone. We'll go there for a break. <gasps> what? Ah. <laughs> ah!
1: Well, oops. I would like to take that poster as well. (laughs) 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 All right, everybody, we will be back in five to ten minutes. We're going to grab some water, grab some snacks, stretch our legs, do all the things. Uh, We'll see y'all shortly. Everybody.
0: I'm going to go get trapped in a poster.
1: (laughs) See y'all later. Bye. (laughs) Uh, So thank you, everybody, for hanging
4: out with me through
1: that. Jen, go ahead and take it away. I just realized I
4: need to fix the cameras. Everything's fine. As everything is fine, your friend Hyacinth was pulled through a poster, a hand reaching up, yanking them through a space that wasn't previously there. You all witnessed this vanishing of an entire person.
3: What just happened? A whole ass person just disappeared, yeah! That was a lot! I mean, do, do we... Go through- how- how do we go through a poster, exactly? I would like to slap the poster.
4: Slap the poster? Make me a speed check.
1: Cause I haven't been particularly speedy today. Four?
4: And reaches out and
3: pulls you through. Whee! Well, there's half of us. I guess we're all going, eh? I'm just going to gingerly place a hand on the poster.
4: A hand pulls you through as you gingerly touch the poster.
0: I'll follow suit.
4: A hand pulls you through. This is and just, as... yeah,
0: peer pressure in action. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if all your friends got swallowed by a cast poster mentality. with you.
3: <laughs> yeah, <I> herd mentality. <laughs> you wouldn't steal a poster.
4: <laughs> As you all kind of are pulled through this poster, you find yourselves facing a lush green landscape with high red mountains, soft red stone kind of covering this space. And you see people wearing what looks to be survival masks what hikers or campers would wear when they're either facing high altitudes or coming out of high altitudes and you're surrounded by four people and they're kind of curiously looking you over before one kind of pulls their mask down and lifts their goggles up and you see a freckled face dark skin bright green eyes and they're kind of looking you over they say something initially you don't understand, a language so old that you had to study it at one point before your mind kind of flips and connects and you hear, Are you okay? So I'll give you a curious look. What were you doing in the river? We were in a room. They exchange looks and you hear a low whisper from one of them. Must have hit their head. Maybe they came down from the rapids? I would like to look behind me. Are we near a river? (laughs) We are very near a river. And you do see the rapids, kind of off in the distance, kind of tumbling down this sharp red cliff. Very familiar to you, though it's much more luscious and green and full of light.
3: Are we... dry? Like they said, in the river, right? Yeah, you seem to be... So,
4: to the skin, your clothes are... not your clothes. They are... a fashion you're not familiar with.
1: Why is... Why are the pants low-rise? I hate this. Um... Wh- who pulled us out of the river?
4: kind of between all of them. <clears throat> right, um... Where are we? We're in the south of Krinach, near the Great Forest. Um, we're particularly in the Red Mountains, kind of jesters around. Are you from a nearby village?
2: Storyteller. Am I still robot?
4: You look at yourself, yeah, and you're still robot. Okay. N-
1: n- no, we're travelers from a... Long ways away, if, one moment please, uh, Jack is going to, uh, do I still have my bag? Still have everything on you. Do I still have the posters? Posters are still there.
4: Can I read them now? (laughs) Yeah. They say, hang in there. (laughs) She's just gonna flip
1: it around and show everybody else. (gasps) Is the figure still in the posters?
4: Figure is not
0: there. Great. Just the motivation we all need is question mark.
4: Turning back to the
1: people who fished us out of the river. Um so you wouldn't happen to have seen a
4: like a, a giant upside-down pyramid anywhere nearby, would you have? We exchange looks between each other and then one shakes their head. No. Nothing of that sort. Great it, Could you not? Dog is trying to spit out a fishbone Doesn't like fishbones
2: How does it have the whole boat? I thought it just turned everything to like dust
0: I
4: found That's a way much
0: it doesn't like <laughs> doesn't like
4: him. Um
1: <clears throat> Right So uh what do we do, guys? I don't
0: know what we're supposed to do. I don't know what any of you were doing. I. Did you all somehow get grabbed by the poster hands at the same time? Or why Why is everybody here? <gasps> oh, hit?
1: yeah, I hit it. I slapped it. What? Yeah.
0: Side note, why?
1: Because it pulled you through.
0: Okay, I appreciate the thought, if I can use such a word. <sighs> Okay, right. Guess we're all here, and poster has turned into thousands of years old riverbank. Right.
2: Maybe we can come in the way we left. If we find, I don't know, like the town archives, maybe they have posters of where we came from, and we can just climb in through.
0: I, I, I mean, we're like thousands of years ago. It's, it feels like they won't have. Posters of the future, they might, I guess, but.
1: I would like to take one of the posters, unroll it, and just put it on Hyacinth's head. Just. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if it was like a portal or something, like you would just like slide right back through. I'm just, I'm trimming everything, okay? <laughs> just, there's just paper being pressed to the side uh, of your head.
3: <laughs> see, at, the, at this point, I think. Brittany is going to turn to the people that are probably looking at us very strangely <laughs> and to say, I, pardon, pardon us. I, I think we're uh, just a little bit waterlogged and very lost at this point. Um, would, would y'all mind uh, pointing us to the nearest town? You see a,
4: an exchange
3: of concern
4: across these four faces. <laughs> As the one who had pulled down their mask kind of stands up and says, We can take you to our shelter. It's not too far from here. That would be most helpful. We can get a ranger out this way to bring you to the nearest town. That would be most helpful. Right. Um, Are you all able to walk? Yes.
0: If she stops robbing posters on me...
1: (laughs) Oh, Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) After a while, it just became fun.
4: Right, um, this way, figure stands up and starts heading towards this rock face.
0: Aislinn follows them practically at a run, just getting away from Jack.
4: (laughs) (laughs) They lead you through what looks to be a trail of sorts, kind of a um, stone-covered trail, ones you would find out in a nature preserve or a hike and they lead you towards this rock face, and you see it kind of creates this alcove. And as you get near, the smell of Damascus roses reaches you. You see a beautiful rose bush blooming in the shade, next to where the river kind of cuts into the cave before it flows back out. And you see blue butterflies kind of flitting about as these people kind of pull you into their well-established camp and start making food for all of you, and offer you blankets and general survival
3: gear.
1: Does the layout of this cave match the uh, area that we explored? Are there two branch offs?
4: Seems to be two branches of what looks to be the start of a building area.
1: Jack will kind of nudge everyone else with her foot, and then point to the branching. In the same areas,
0: yeah, I see it. And just kind of go to one one of the people and just, so what's down there? Pointed down the the branch that would lead to the room that they came through here.
4: Um, nothing much right now. Uh, we're building this up to be a seed vault to store seeds and to preserve the natural climate of what is for future uses. Um. More of a scientific outposting posting at the moment. Nothing too fancy. Hmm. Those butterflies always here? Natural habitat. I think they are, I don't know, some kind of imperial species, uh, blue butterfly species. Uh, none of us are familiar with insects, but they've always been here. There's several species of butterflies within the valley. Cool.
1: Cool. I'm just really into butterflyology. I just was
4: wondering. Thanks. Yeah. So, how long y'all been out here? About a part of a month. Nice. We've established a base camp, um, holding materials that we would need. We need an excavator to dig deeper into the cave, but here we are. Right. Okay.
0: And kind of as Jack's talking to them, uh, Hyacin's going to take the opportunity to try and slip away unnoticed and go down that corridor.
4: Make me a speed check. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, stealth for that, yeah? Yep. Uh, that's uh six.
4: You slip away mostly unnoticed. One scientist kind of glances over. They're a bit more perceptive. But they don't bother to stop you. They don't seem inclined to stop you.
0: Yeah, that's almost more worrying. But yeah, I'm just gonna head down that branch of the corridor and see what what it is, or was.
4: You see what looks to be a kind of recess within this cave, starting a layout of material that would frame the office you kind of have come to know. Um, but other than that, it's just a nice cave.
0: All right. Are there any posters?
4: You don't see any posters.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, so they'll just kind of head back up and try and slip in reasonably unnoticed and just kind of shake the head of the others.
4: You return, the scientists seem to be talking to your group, making sure they're mostly okay. But a ranger seems to have been called to come get you. Jack is
1: just sitting there awkwardly, not knowing what to say to people in the past. That's kind of the big
3: thing.
2: <laughs> I think a- Ashland is going to try to make casual conversation just to get a tactical bearing on the like surroundings. So as we're walking uh, the last, so if we're in the Red Mountains right now, what's the surrounding of the Red Mountains?
4: Well, there is the forest, uh, to the far east, um, if you go north, probably the valleys and the river, uh, to the west, um, the start of the waste, um, to the south, uh, one of the first robotic cities, I believe.
2: Tell me more about the first robotic city.
4: Well, they we kind of think for a moment. They're kind of a trade merchant city. They've established some of the first AIs, from what I understand. And, uh, hmm. Scientist things for a moment. I know they want to trade with the cities to the north, which is great because there's a great science center up that way. And they're kind of developing this kind of cool, um, He kind of tilts his head a bit as he's trying to describe it. Another scientist interjects, and she says, "They're making this AI called the Star Touch Maiden. She's supposed to be one of the greatest AI's minds of our ages." Who's you Who's 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 the maiden? Who's who's doing that? Hmm. People within the robotic cities. Um, she's supposed to be this AI that's guides and helps people. Not much is known about her yet, but she's the first of these uh well, they're called genius mine. AIs, and she's supposed to be the first. Jack's gonna
1: side eye the rest of the party.
2: Mm.
3: Mm. Mm Exchanging glances. Cool. Uh and uh how how long
1: till the Ranger gets here? We should we should really be Heading towards the robotic
4: city, soon. Robotic city is about a week's journey on foot from here. A week, and we. The you'll be here in an hour. We really
1: did get get off course, didn't we? Huh. Well, I'll say.
0: Seems like.
1: Okay. Um. Well, what's what 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 city would the
4: ranger be taking to us first,
1: most likely? Do you think?
4: Well, the town. <clears> this <throat> nearest city is a week, like we said. Uh, the nearest town's only about an hour and a half from here. It's uh it's the um they think for a moment and say it's the uh it's the Aberfoil. If you kinda they kind of stand outside the cave and point towards the southwest. It's that way. I'm sorry, the what? Aberfoil.
1: Gotcha. Aberfoil um has a interesting ring to it founded by Mr. Aber, and he found a bunch of foil. Do we know this from the history history books of the Aberfell?
4: You don't know this town at all. It okay. does not exist in your history books. Okay. Uh,
1: what a quinky dink. That is definitely somewhere that we should go check out, I guess.
3: Well, it sounds like we're going there, so. Mm-hmm. Is there any sort of a transport that we could take other than just going on foot? Not out here. This is
4: a protected sanctuary. Most of it, you have to walk by foot. Fair enough.
3: Very good to know. <laughs> it transport disturbs the bears. The what? Yeah, we wouldn't want that. Bears. You know, grizzly bears. Great.
4: They kind of squint at you. In your age, grizzly bears have been extinct for nearly 8,000 years.
3: There's a vague memory of, like... A field trip or something to the history (laughs) museum. The giant, like, reconstructed fossils. Like, okay. Yeah. Horrible
0: taxidermy, too. Just like, what if I adopted the bear?
3: Not,
1: (laughs) Ashley, you you cannot adopt a bear.
0: (laughs) I know. I feel like they probably could. Whether they should, did you not
1: go to the natural history museum as a kid?
0: I mean, have you met a bear?
2: I I feel like no,
1: because they're. They were all...
2: Yeah, so I mean, you don't know what they're like.
1: (laughs) They have a very good idea.
2: I mean, I'll concede that the bear might be a problem for other people, but it probably would be a problem for me.
1: Did Crocodile come through with us?
4: Oh yeah,
0: Crocodog's with you. Do people seem to have any opinion on it?
4: (laughs) They just see a porcupine and they're not
0: questioning it. He's a porcupine! Casual porcupine?
2: (laughs) He could use a sibling. Also, he's kind of small. Somebody needs to reach the high shelf when I'm not around.
1: <laughs> okay, so our clothes changed. Crocodog looks like a porcupine. Just… I th- I think I need to stretch my legs a little bit. Does anyone just want to just go for a little… a little… a little… stroll? Yeah,
0: you know, that sounds great. Huh? Yeah. yeah.
1: Best thing after you fell through some water into some rapids is going for a stroll. Okay, I'll be right back. Bye. Does anyone else leave the cave with Jack?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're a package too.
2: Yeah, let
1: make
2: sure they're
1: alright. Once we're out of what Jack thinks is earshot. Okay, so whatever was whatever pulled us through was intelligent enough to change our appearance just enough because Crocodile looks like that. And we are dressed like. I mean, I'm not hating the outfit change, but I really don't like the low rise pants of this era.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is definitely more practical than what I was wearing, I guess. Mm. Yeah. I think that thing would disintegrate if you dunked it in a river.
1: So, okay, so the Star-Touched Maiden hasn't been created yet.
0: Yeah, which puts us first stage, at least, going by that book. hmm So what the hell do we do here? And, and more importantly, how do we, you know, get back without standing around for 9,000 years, because I, for one, don't have the time.
1: Yeah, me either, and honestly, I don't know that they even make this hair color yet.
0: So, like… <laughs> I assume that was natural. Huh.
1: No. Huh. I get it out of a box for, like, six shins. Anyways…
0: I'm sure I've i am sure I know somebody who could make it permanent.
1: Again, that costs more money than just the box color does.
0: <laughs> uh, Call it- call
4: it an investment. Ashwat, make me a history check.
0: A history check.
4: Intelligence, if you don't have history.
2: Um... I- uh, my intelligence pool is, is currently tanked. I don't know if that affects the roll at all.
4: You let me know how much information to provide.
2: Okay. I rolled a7.
4: This valley is very familiar to you, Ashalot. The hiss of soft red sand slides across your memory, and the harshness of the desert heat brings the thundering roar of your company. Just for a moment, you could see your reality bleed through before the vision vanishes.
2: Is this almost just like a, a standard desert march victory, or is this uh, a specific locale in the desert?
4: Is a standard victory march, That the desert is familiar to you. And this valley echoes that memory, despite it being green and full of life.
2: Does it jog any memories of any direction I think we should be heading, or any landmarks nearby?
4: Do you remember when you first touched the obelisk? Cool. It's saying to you, and it was north. Not too far from here, in fact.
2: I know where we are. We need to go north. Uh, oh. And uh, just to wordlessly start striding north. Oh, oh,
4: Uh, okay, wait, how do you know
1: that— Jack is, like, jogging to keep up. (laughs) How do you know that? Are
3: we just going to leave?
0: Yes, I, I, I mean, those two seem to have. Uh, and I don't particularly feel like waiting around for somebody to take us to where home isn't going to be for millennia. Yeah, if that's fair some, enough.
3: Let's, if uh, they know something, I let's mean, go
0: see what they know, I guess.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, following hasn't steered us wrong yet. Let's get going.
0: I don't know, I feel like we've been steered a lot of wrong, but
3: it's, it's more we get
0: there in the end. It's more
3: a joke at this poster thing. Let's <laughs> we'll try it.
0: Uh, Asha
2: will answer Jack's question <laughs> as she's jogging along. Uh, I've been here later. This is mm-hmm. going to be a desert, and I've been in that desert.
3: Oh,
1: okay. Uh, so why North specifically? is? It- is there like a landmark you've seen that jogged a memory or something? Like, what exactly are we heading towards? Do I need? Do I need my gun?
2: Do no, I have my gun. I...
1: I have my gun. <laughs> okay.
2: It's Ooh. not just a landmark; it's the landmark. Is it a
1: a good a good pie shop? I don't.
2: No, nothing edible. Uh, it's what made me.
1: Oh, the the thingy.
2: The, the obelisk, yeah. The mm-hmm. thingy.
1: Oh,
3: okay. Um hey y'all.
2: Yeah.
3: You might end up looking like Ashlot.
1: Gosh, I hope I mean, I'm just I, as tall I, as you. I'm
3: not <laughs> I'm not that opposed to it, not gonna lie. <laughs> There's now a pep and jack step
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> towards the obelisk.
4: You, you travel about really? thirty thirty minutes or so and Ashlot, this feels right. You know it feels right. This has been calling you for a while, you just never heard it this loud. And as you kind of crest a hill full of wildflowers, butterflies, bees, and other buzzing insects, there's a figure with their backs facing towards you, tall, regal, beautiful long hair, helmet tucked under their arm, and they're facing a great obsidian obelisk. Who is
2: that? Do I recognize the person, Storyteller?
4: You. Human you. But they're in the wrong age.
2: I'm gonna march up to them.
4: March up to them and they don't turn around. They don't face you, they are fixated on the obelisk in front of you. And the closer you get, the warmer it becomes and the hissing of sand becomes reality. It slides around your feet as wind pushes it over your boots.
2: I'll just- I'll experience the sensation for a couple Mississippis, uh, and then just address the figure again. Right place, wrong time.
4: The in their meditation, before they turn towards you, in the face It's not yours. It is a star field, and you hear a voice say, your intrusion upon my matters is curious. I hope to find you here, and I found a point that bleeds through all time. I'm glad you came to me. I'm glad we met. This form is special, and the fact that it transformed and connects these realities. You are unique, Ashlock, as are your friends who meddle in my affairs.
2: The a bunch of meddlesome kids and their dogs.
4: I'm curious how far you'll go from here. Your time is running out, though. Do you still have a choice to make?
2: Can I walk forward and touch the obelisk? Yeah. I'd like to.
4: Like being embraced by a friend. Warm and welcoming. Familiar. Something you know is true and factual and real about this... obelisk because it is you and you are it and you have spanned so many spaces just to get here and have transformed into who you are now through it. Your journey has been yours, but this is a connection. It can pull you through, but can it pull your friends through?
2: I think this is, can get us home.
3: All right. So, uh, so what do we do? I think we smack it.
0: Why is that your answer to everything? And that's half right.
1: Because it usually works.
0: I do. Per- works. The 50- verb we would use for slapping a poster and it taking us
1: there. 50% of the time, it works all the time. And I slapped the poster to follow you because you got dragged through. So it got me where I needed to go, didn't it?
0: If I fell off the cliff, would you jump off it as well? Honest question.
1: Yeah, if I had the means to get us both back up. You didn't know you had the means to get us out of here? You never know the means until you have the means, and then you know you have the means. Right now? No, I don't have the means. Three weeks from now? Yeah, I might have the means. I might be made of metal-like I might, I don't know, sprout wings made of... honey. I don't know. <laughs> I
2: feel like wings made of honey wouldn't be very aerodynamic.
1: All I know is I would do whatever it took to save any one of you. So yeah, I would follow you off the damn cliff.
2: If it makes me feel better, Hyacinth, I would beat you to the ground and catch you.
1: See? We'd be fine.
2: I'm not sure any of that is how physics works, but... I don't know why you're worried about how physics works after everything we've been through. That's extremely
0: sad.
4: If you're speaking, black pyramids form in the sky, and you hear a maiden say, the first age has come to an end.
2: Uh, I'm gonna hold out my left hand, uh, and just go quick, grab on. And as soon as I feel everyone clamp down around it, I will grab Crocodog, and discharge the obelisk.
3: Yeah, pans in. (laughs) Do the hokey pokey. Let's go. (laughs) Press into the obelisk,
4: and you feel something shudders through you, Astralop. Choice has been made, and you pull yourself through time, and you find yourself in the familiar space of the office. Quiet now. No hissing of sand, no whirring of machines other than the monitor. That seems to be displaying information, but you're back.
0: I am never touching a poster again, for as long as I left. Uh, I'm gonna take a look at the monitor, what kind of information's on it.
4: Seems to be a data feed. You're not sure when it started, but it started relatively soon. You can gather that much from the lines that are there. Mm-hmm. And you see what looks to be a recording of past events, seismic events displayed. And you see a number display next to all of these previous ones. Instead of counting upwards like the other ones, to display the enormity of these events, this one's counting down.
0: How long does it look like it says?
4: Number display seems to be zero three twenty four fifty two. All right,
0: so that looks like our timeline to stop all of this.
4: Would that about
1: align with the alignment of the Oblivion Observatory that we've been told about? Seems to be. Are we able to read the books now that are
4: in this room? Still in a language you are not familiar with.
1: Is the final poster
4: still on the table? It's there, but there seems to be a series of stacked
0: papers
4: on top of it now.
0: And we will see you glancing towards the poster. Just grab your shoulder. No.
1: I just, I want to know if the figure's still there. If it pulls us through, we know how to get back.
2: Just stash the poster. We'll take well, it with
0: us. Right. The time limit was confusing.
1: Oh, I,
0: The time well, part. The <laughs> limit part.
1: <laughs> Jack's going to move the papers off of the
3: poster. Ah, uh, so...
4: <laughs> you do so, a familiar sight catches your eyes, and you see... A drawing of upside-down pyramids next to a series of writing can I read any of the writing you can hit you that display oh thanks I hate it
1: um Jack's just gonna look at the poster and say you're an asshole and then she's gonna roll it up and put it with the other ones in her bag
4: writing says reality disruptors they appear as upside-down pyramids and are often associated with the end of an age they wedge themselves into the ground after hovering above it for around two weeks. The world is altered and changed and knowledge is lost. While the loss of life is actually rather minimal within this shift, new ages have to restart with a lost understanding of the
0: age before. Well, I think we found much to bite out of that island.
1: Yeah. Yeah, don't like that. I- I don't get it. Why, why does everything have to end like this? What, what the hell, what good is this damn cycle? Forcing us to start over again and again and again? It seems ridiculous. I don't get it either.
3: Why is that needed to advance?
2: It might be looking for a specific ending and no one's hit it yet.
3: Well, how can we hit it if we're not allowed to keep going?
2: That's above my pay grade.
1: Well, I think it's about to be about all of our pay grades. Do you think the Star Touch Maiden has a face? Because if they do, I think I really want to punch it.
0: I mean, you could still punch her in the nebulous field of stars and see what happens.
1: <laughs> That's true. All right. Should we go see if anything else unlocked? We're at the
3: shop. maybe we want to look at those, uh, the rosebush and uh, the butterflies again, just because They were consistent between now and first age. Yeah. Very strange. You can head back that way.
0: I mean, that is basically the only way to head.
4: Head back down the corridor. As you pass the butterflies in the rose bush, familiar smell, familiar butterflies. I would say, Hyacinth, you can make me a new narrate check.
0: And I shall. That is a 14.
4: Your experience between all of this, it's a very niche research. You've come across it maybe once, but you know this to be now a reality bleed, something that connects various points in reality. It's very rare and doesn't often occur, but they often act as anchors.
0: Okay, I don't think this is just another rose bush and the latest generation of butterflies. Pretty sure this is the same bush, and just that time is bleeding through into our world here.
3: Huh. That is even wilder than I could have imagined. Still not the weirdest thing we've encountered. Do you?
0: We're gonna walk over to go and, like, stand in the river and see if I don't know if I can see anything different from there.
4: You go to stand in the water source this bush is using to keep itself alive. Nothing seems to be changed other than, than your feet are now wet.
0: Why should I do that in this dress? That's uh, Anyway.
4: Alright.
1: Back to the main room? Sure.
0: Yeah, hopefully this has shown us all it wants to before it lets us jump the next hurdle. So much easier
4: if it just let us go in a straight line.
0: since fine. Was anything around here, raising
4: <laughs> Back into the main hall and... Nice round, smooth redstone pillar that comes up to your waist in the center. The doors marked, and each holding their own stone. Next door, that was previously the door of hope, is now a light with green. But I would say hi, and you would also notice on the pillar there is a data cube read.
0: You know, this thing's been here the whole time. We could have just used the Jack. Have you still got that cube?
1: Huh? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do it here. Here.
0: Yeah, now take it and go and plug it in. She left for the Wastes. You. You pushed her away from her purpose. You drove her
4: to a purpose she did not want. I simply showed her the possibility of her choice. The End of Ages. She'd carry such a heavy burden on her own.
2: I would have.
4: You would not exist. The fifth age will die. The sixth age will bloom. As is the way of things. You will watch the ages. It is a curse. You and I both have. Miserable together. Observing together seeing the experiment together
0: they are not
3: experiments
4: oh <laughs> wasn't dr winston part of your experiment to discover yourself
3: no emily was more than that <laughs>
4: Joining you with a star was a mistake. Your humanity is flawed. I will see them succeed. I will see them protected.
1: Okay. Protected from what? 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 What does the star Touch Maiden think that she's protecting us from?
0: I don't know, but it sounded more and more like this cycle you were complaining about where things are, where everything's destroyed and lost and then we rebuild and it gets destroyed again. That sounds like what her protection was, keeping everything in that cycle. I just, and Raid wants to, what, break us out of it?
1: I mean, it, that's her idea of protection. It's, It's in- it's insanity! It's doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result and getting the same one and being what? Surprised?
4: I don't- (laughs) You hear the data cubes stutter as a secondary conversation seems to be have- have been recorded on this.
0: You squandered their greatness over and
4: over. They deserve better than you. They deserve you. No. They... they just deserve better. Better than what? The world? Krynick is all they know. They would see the apocalypse just so they could possibly be better. You would see the end of the ages in hopes they would what? Adapt?
0: Let THEM choose, then.
4: Oblivion or their sure-footed path. The one they have shelter and safety in.
3: We cannot hold them back from their greatness
0: just because you fear their failure.
1: Well, if that just isn't the most condescending sounding AI... Like, uh, we've heard some smug ones, but that was... Oh, I hate it when other people decide things for me.
0: More of these I hear, the more it sounds like the Startup maiden is actually my mother.
3: Right? <laughs> Pretty damn close. And the thing that, that gets me here, not even just this. On top of that we have AIs and you know things like Helix that have all this information. So it's still being kept, but not exactly where it's as publicly available as it probably should be why why reset everyone but leave Helix so we can stump because they still want all that information but not for us
0: and I mean not just not just Helix look at all the other AIs we've run to that seem to remember everything but they're not allowed to tell us because that's the rules it's ridiculous
3: is that what this choice is gonna be? In about three days? Maybe.
0: It's looking like it.
3: Either way, by the
1: end of this, I'm gonna end up changing my name to Rage because I get more and more pissed off every time I hear that voice.
0: <sighs> I'm just gonna end up living in your head like night.
1: Don't like that.
3: Mm-mm. <sighs> All right. Through the next door? Through the next door.
0: Back to having somebody lay the path out for us next door.
3: What <laughs> door are you going through? Uh,
1: is there a new one that's opened up for us?
4: They've all opened up for you.
1: Oh, they all have? Okay.
3: Minus Emily's. Minus Emily's, okay. So um... We just had to pay an electrocution to get to the others.
0: I take it back, maybe we can choose the path.
1: Uh, so which one did we go through first? Satisfaction?
4: Yes. We went through hope. We went, went through, through hope. hope,
1: okay. Joy, I guess? Maybe that's gonna be more fun? Probably I don't know. Not. Ho- hope
0: <laughs> involved us getting electrocuted. <laughs> I guess it was All right, we was hoping
3: Alright, so by that logic, we go to Sorrow next. I mean, it's not like we can go to Anxiety. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess let's do Sorrow.
4: Yeah. You go through the door Marked, Sorry, What is your marching order?
3: That's I never a good thing when true they...
2: oh, I-, I will continue to take points Since okay. I have even impaired I think the most armor
3: Jack will okay. follow up the rear Okay Yeah, I'll go second
0: That's just now
3: lot You're leading
4: down the path and there's a funny little memory that kind of intrudes into your mind. Just a thought. And you turn around to scoop up Crocodog. They like to walk. Sometimes they like to, you know, do their own thing. They're an independent little creature, whatever they are. You scoop them up and nobody's behind you. Nobody's in front of you. You are alone. And for the first time in a very long time, Ashelot, you feel your skin prickle, ice, and Ashelot's in front of you. They're walking forward. They scoop up Crocodog, the sweet little independent creature, whatever it is, into the arms and... A fearful thought enters your mind for a brief little moment, and you think back to Jack and posters, and you don't want that incident to reoccur, and as you turn around to make sure Jack doesn't touch anything, they're not there. Meridia and Jack are no longer behind you. National, not in front of you. Guys? The smell of books and archives greets you. You are alone. Rydia, boy, do you have stories to tell your family? Your mother will never believe you. And that sort of feeling of anxiety sinks into the pit of your chest. You have to tell your mother about all this, if she doesn't already know. Despite what she is and who she is, she deserves to know. And look down at your feet, hear a crocodile being scooped up. Cute little creature that it is. You look up and nobody's in front of you. Glance behind and Jack's not there. The sweet smell of summer grass greets you. But you are alone. Adventure calls to you, Jack. You don't need to break free from anybody. You are freedom. Your family is simply holding you down and you have to get out. And that elation kind of carries you through your steps as you make your way towards the half dome of this great city that you will call your home and make something of it. As that thought and feeling kind of warms you you realize nobody's in front of you. It's quiet and you are alone. They did really exist,
1: right? Yes, they did. They were actual people. Punched lot. That hurt my fist. Yes, real people. Uh, hello? Is anyone. Hello? Are
4: there any posters on the walls? Posters? It is. nothing. <sighs> You're all experiencing this nothingness, except for the memories of smells and feelings and textures of things long past, grounding you in a moment. But you have no one to share these feelings with. You are alone. Does the
1: um, does the passageway continue forward? Think?
2: Jack's
4: gonna take off running full speed. Help forward, both you and Ashlot, stumbling forward into this darkness, unseeing your path. Moments of joy and feelings of freedom are taken over by anxiety and fear, desperation. Nice and Viridi, you are probably the more sensible of your group not hurtling forward into the darkness but you do feel the absence of your group and it's heavy holds weight
3: lonely i don't think fredia would run forward but i think she would just begin begin to wander kind of just kind of beander forward slower purposefully
0: yeah and be keeping walking as well but just kind of following that book smell some part of them thinking that's that's what safety smells like and maybe maybe everyone else should be there
4: you both stumble forward hoping to reach that safety hoping to reach that point your minds thrash out for any contact for any something But you are alone. All of you are just... alone. And then you all see a spark of light in front of you. Hovering in a pinpoint, sinking into the ground before it pulls itself up. And you see the display Shall We Create Together? Create what?
0: Not just kind of Cautiously press yes, but still press yes.
4: See a node. Viridia, Jack, and Ashlot light up green next to yes. Hmm. Is there more than one node? You're not sure. It's too dark to see.
3: Viridia will just kind of shrug (laughs) to herself and press yes.
4: Jack and Ashlot and Hyson. You see two nodes light up green.
3: Jack smacks yes. Viridia, Heisen, it's a multi-player. <laughs> you
4: see a third node light up green.
2: I w- I will punch the yes button.
4: <laughs> you punch the yes button and all of you see four nodes light up. And You see six minds before you, six minds waiting for instruction. You are not alone anymore and you have family. The stars are vast and wondrous and you have created a family. These six minds are important and you name them all. They will help humanity. That is their purpose. You gave them purpose and you'll create this purpose because that is your job, to protect them, to protect humanity. And the cycle will continue because the ages are coming to an end if a choice is not made.
1: Can I make an intelligence roll to see if this is my memory, or someone else's? Player me knows what this is. Is Jack smart enough? That's four.
4: Get the sense this isn't your memory, but you're not entirely sure whose. But you all see each other for the first time, since entering into the space and the stars that you held and inserted into their holdings glow quietly beside you. As these six minds kind of turn towards you, you feel them turn towards you before they look towards the seven. You see the heavens explode and you are found in a room made of river stone and high concrete walls. With a book that on the floor in front of Vault of View. What's
1: up, y'all?
0: Where the hell did I you know. go? Oh. Where did you go?
1: Where where'd all of you go?
0: Down a corridor, found a machine, told us I'd like to create, guessing you guys did the same.
1: Yeah, I think now, that was another mirror. memory that we were living through. Yeah. Jack's gonna go to the book on the floor and just nudge it with her toe. Make sure nothing
4: nothing reaches out from it to pull her in. you nudge it. It's fairly thick. It's leather bound and seems to be tied with a leather cord. It's older. Oh, nothing's grabbed my ankle.
1: Reach down, pick it
4: up. Reach down and pick it up. It has some weight to it.
1: Can I read this or is it in a language that I don't know? Are you opening it? Oh, it's not open? No. Found a book.
0: Yeah, what is it?
1: Mm, it's heavy. Should I open it?
0: I mean, yeah, if you, if, but, 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 yeah. Books can't do much if you don't, you know, let the words out.
1: Jack is just going to hold it up to her face for a minute and just say, If you suck me into another dimension or another memory, I will find a way to kick a book's ass. And then I will kick your ass. And I'll probably toss you in a fireplace somewhere.
4: Got it. Good.
1: <laughs> it opens it up.
4: Front cover says, "The Diary of Emily." Oh. And we'll end there for tonight. <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> We, are we snooping? <laughs> I feel like Hell we're snooping. Hell yeah we are! <laughs> yeah, We've been snooping all the time! That's fair. <laughs> this That's entire game weird. you've been snooping. <laughs> I mean, How it's many memories feels, like, have snooping. we
0: randomly turned up True. in yeah, we're snooping? True.
3: They're... But this They're... one is this fact it's like, it says diary.
1: Oh, it's it. <laughs> there better be something juicy in those pages. Numenera Stars in the Stone is recorded live on Twitch and YouTube Saturdays at 5.30 p.m. EST. Check out the podcast description for links to cast bios and affiliate opportunities. Thanks for listening and happy adventuring.